let's dive into this incredibly important starting point of your engagement journey. And that is agreeing on a realistic wedding budget with your partner. Hey there, it's Kara, and I'm bringing you the all new way to plan the wedding celebration of your dreams. Welcome to the Wedding Planning Podcast, where we say no to the $72 billion wedding industry, and we say yes to a more joyful engagement season where you and your priorities are at the center of everything we do. To learn more about my next level digital wedding planning package, visit wedpodcast.com. Ready to get started? This is hands down one of the most important tactical wedding planning tasks to conquer in the very beginning of your engagement. And then of course you'll revisit it constantly throughout your entire wedding planning adventure. Now, for many engaged couples, financial responsibility is hands down the biggest challenge that they're going to face in planning and hosting their wedding. There is nothing more disappointing than having your wedding day zoom by and then being stuck with a hefty credit card bill because you overspent on a bunch of trivial things that weren't even important to you in the first place. I have literally seen this happen over and over and over again, both with my own close friends and family and with countless couples who I've gotten to know through the Wedding Planning Podcast community. The good news is that a busted wedding budget does not have to happen to you. There are so many tools that are completely within our control, and I'm going to share those with you today. With some very intentional planning, prioritizing, ongoing check-ins, and a healthy dose of good old self-discipline, that's a big one, you can rest easy throughout your entire engagement knowing that your finances are under control. So right now, full permission to ditch that wedding planning belief that going over budget is inevitable, that it's impossible to stay within your budget, that weddings are expensive, let all of that go. None of that is true in the wedding planning podcast world that you and I are sitting and talking in right now. Planning a meaningful and a beautiful wedding does not have to cost a lot of money. And that's a core principle that we'll touch on again and again throughout our time together. So as you can guess already, it is very important to set aside a dedicated time to talk about your wedding budget with your partner. Listening to this workshop together would be a great starting point. So if you want to share today's episode with your fiance, with your friends or your mom or anyone else who's helping you plan, just so that you can all have kind of a joint sense of accountability and all be on the same page. That would be a great thing to do so that all of you are starting out from the same understanding. And I'll also say that a conversation about your wedding budget is not something that happens one time at the start of your engagement and then just kind of magically resolves itself throughout the course of your wedding planning. This is a conversation that you're going to have over and over and over. You're going to revisit your budget. You're going to revise your budget. You might reallocate things. That's a continuous discussion that you're going to be having with your partner. 
and future discussions about money should initially probably involve just the two of you. This makes it a lot easier to tune out everyone else's ideas and opinions. So just the two of you, free from distraction and focused on one thing. And that is to agree on a general budget that makes sense for the two of you and it makes sense for the wedding vision that the two of you have agreed upon. Now, as you walk through the following questions that we're going to review in this workshop, keep a crystal clear mindset that is focused only on your top values and top priorities. I cannot reiterate enough times how important it is that you have a firm grasp on exactly what it is that you value and what you want. There is a lot of mindset work that goes into planning your wedding, and I know it doesn't seem that way on the surface, and most of the resources out there do not address your wedding mindset head on, but what separates overwhelmed engaged couples from those couples who are confident and joyful throughout their engagement journey, what separates the two of them is that the joyful, carefree couples They have a strong handle on some mindset principles that allow them to be consistent and stick true to their priorities and their values. That is very, very important. And it's not something that we're going to go into in detail in today's episode, but it is something that you will hear me reference again and again. And with that, I'm going to share five very concrete steps towards formulating your general wedding budget. Okay, wedding budget question number one that you and your fiance can ask yourselves, what do you already have saved? Maybe you've been tucking away money for the past year knowing that a wedding is on your horizon, or you might have special savings that can be dedicated to your wedding. If so, how much? Look at bank accounts and be very specific. Of course, the way that couples will choose to handle their joint finances is going to vary from couple to couple, and that's totally fine. But when you're formulating a wedding budget, now is the time to be completely straightforward, forthcoming, and candid about exactly how much money you have saved. And very important here, I am not a financial advisor and I'm not giving you financial advice, But best practice, in my humble opinion, is please do not consider retirement savings, 401k savings, or any IRA savings as liquid wedding money. Those funds should stay set aside for a completely separate life purpose and shouldn't be considered part of your wedding savings fund. And with All of that said, if you have nothing saved as of now, that's totally fine. Let's move on to wedding budget question number two, which is what can you set aside between now and the wedding? For this step, you're going to look at your monthly income and your monthly expenses, and the two of you are going to kind of look at the numbers and see if it's possible to set aside a few hundred dollars a month to go towards your wedding budget. So for a quick round number example, $500 a month over the course of a year is quickly going to add up to $6,000. 
that's a lot of money and $6,000 can go a long way towards covering wedding expenses. Now, of course, everyone's budget and financial situations are very unique, which makes this a very personal conversation between you and your partner. If you are feeling tight on cash, as many of us do, be creative and brainstorm some little swaps or saves that you can make consistently throughout the days, the weeks, and the year. This might mean you skip going out to dinner a couple times a month. It might mean that you cancel a mini vacation that you had planned. We take those mini vacations all the time, and on the surface, it looks like you're only spending a couple hundred dollars, but when you dig in to the gas and the meals and the flights and the transportation, you can be surprised at how much that, quote, mini vacation ends up actually costing in the long run. A very, very simple one is stop picking up coffee on the way to work. $5 a day times five days a week times four weeks in a month, money adds up quickly. And these things that we just do like second nature and we don't always think about can result in a nice little savings fund towards your wedding at the end of a couple months or a year. I know it doesn't always seem like it, but a few bucks a week can really make a big difference. Now, if you're not a numbers person and you're not a finance person, which I probably would guess that most of us aren't, this can be a little bit hard to visualize. So don't just take my word for it. When you have a free moment at work or on your lunch break, or when you're sitting at your computer and checking emails, take out a sheet of paper, jot down some brainstorms of what you could cut out or cut back on, and just do some simple math so that you can see with your own eyes how quickly those dollars can really add up. Financial strength and responsibility are a huge priority for me personally, and I could probably design an entire program on the importance of dialing in your personal and your wedding budgets, but I will stop here and wrap up this point in a nutshell by sharing that with consistency and a plan, a little bit of money can add up to have a big impact in the end. Susan's Travel Services is so excited to partner with you to plan your honeymoon, destination wedding, or maybe even your bachelor or bachelorette party. Travel and new experiences are incredibly special to me personally, and earlier this year, Susan helped me plan an unforgettable bachelorette party for my sister Kate and five of our best friends. Her team meticulously researched the best all-inclusive options for us based on some very specific priorities, and we ended up at a luxurious resort in Los Cabos, Mexico, and needless to say, we had the time of our lives. Best of all, Susan has been in the business for 27 years, and let me tell you, she walks the walk. She personally travels to all of her recommended destinations all the time, so she has firsthand on-the-ground experience with all of the amazing resorts, excursions, and services that she recommends. 
from all-inclusive resorts in Mexico and the Caribbean to overwater bungalows in the Maldives or that African safari you always dreamed of, save yourself hours of research and guesswork and let Susan and her team find you the best deals on this once-in-a-lifetime vacation. Reach out to Susan and her team today by emailing info at susanstravelservices.com and be sure to let her know that I sent you for $50 off your final booking or $100 off your destination wedding. That email again is info at susanstravelservices.com. All right, and moving on to question number three to ask yourselves as you're putting together your wedding budget is what can you expect, if anything, from your families? Depending on your family dynamics and your personal situation, you may have parents, grandparents, or other family members who are excited to be contributing financially and helping you with your wedding. Now, having this conversation about how much they plan on helping you can feel very uncomfortable and awkward. And yet it is so important to address this head on. We live in a time where assuming that your parents or your family is going to pay for your wedding sounds very outdated. Today, couples like you are shouldering more and more of the wedding bill themselves. I would say that more often than not, couples shoulder that entire expense on their own without any help from their families. It would be absolutely disastrous to guess that your parents will be contributing, say, $10,000. And that might be based on past conversations, it might be based on assumptions, it might be based on nothing other than wishful thinking. But the problem comes up when you assume you have a $10,000 check coming, and then you go out and you book a pricey venue and an expensive photographer, and then you send out 100 wedding invitations only to find out in the end that their financial situation has changed, or maybe it was misunderstood, or maybe you were just working on a totally false assumption the entire time, and that they actually can't contribute any money at all. Now, on the other hand, you may have known for years that your parents have a very specific set amount of money that's earmarked for your wedding, and they may have given you the check the day you announced your engagement. Either way, whatever situation, it's very important to be open and to communicate openly with your families at the very beginning of your engagement because your overall wedding budget might be greatly influenced by their level of financial involvement. Either way, whatever your situation is, it's very important that you're open and that you communicate candidly with both of your families at the very beginning of your engagement because your overall wedding budget could be very greatly influenced by your family's level of financial involvement. Whether that's $0 or whether that's $100,000, it's important that you know that going in so that you can then make your plans and head forward, confidently knowing that you have a solid budget in place. On to wedding budget question number four, and this one is very important. So please don't overlook 
What do you want to spend? I see a lot in this crazy world of wedding planning that couples get lost in what they think they should spend or how much money they have to spend, and they forget to ask this very simple and yet very critical question, which is, what do you want to spend on your wedding? What feels comfortable to you? What feels reasonable to you? I don't care what the average wedding in your area costs. What do you want to spend on your wedding celebration? To put numbers on it, for example, just because you have $50,000 available does not mean you need to host a $50,000 wedding. Really think about this and really have a deep conversation with your partner. The two of you could very well agree that $30,000 of that money goes towards a down payment on your first home. Maybe it pays off student loans. Maybe you take a humongous, amazing honeymoon and you scale back the wedding celebration. I'm not here to judge what you spend your money on or if you spend the money on the wedding. I It doesn't make any difference to me. I just want you to get what you want. Really think about it. Think about it separately and then come together as a couple and talk about what amount of money feels comfortable and what feels reasonable to the two of you. And this leads perfectly into our last question, which is hands down the most important one of all and why I have saved it for last. And that is What are your top priorities when it comes to allocating your wedding money? At the end of the day, this really boils down to your wedding planning mindset, which is something I touched on very briefly earlier in this workshop. And it's something that I spend a lot of time on within my digital wedding planning package, where we go even deeper into how much your mindset influences the degree to which you can plan a wedding that you want. So I'm going to recap, I'm going to condense this here. This is something I spend hours on inside the membership, but I'm going to recap it for you in a nutshell. So to get started with your top priorities when it comes to spending your wedding money, the first thing you're going to do is make a list of the tactical things that are most important to you to have included in your wedding celebration. No one is looking over your shoulder and judging you on what you put on this list. So be really honest with yourselves about what you really, really want. If you're a longtime listener of the show, you've probably heard me tell this story before. My now husband, John, and I, we spent more money on our honeymoon than we spent on our entire wedding celebration. And yes, we had a wedding on the smaller side. And yes, we had an incredibly luxurious and amazing honeymoon. So to put that into a little perspective for you, but this is really just about what is important to you. And it could be a designer dress. It could be entering and exiting in a Rolls Royce. It could be getting married at a castle. It could be having amazing top shelf cocktails and amazing food and drinks. Whatever it is, put that down on your priority column. And then hand in hand with this, you're going to make a second list of wedding things that are not important to you at all. 
This might mean favors because every wedding favor you've ever gotten in your life ended up in the trash or stashed away in a drawer in the garage. This could be flowers because they're wilted and dead at the end of the night. So why would you spend $5,000 on expensive flowers? Whatever it is, again, no judgment. There's nothing that you have to include in your wedding day. So anything that's not important to you goes on a separate column of your list. When you're done, your partner should do the same exact thing. And then the two of you are going to compare your lists of what's very important and what's not important at all. And you're going to hyper prioritize the things that match up. If both of you agree that top shelf cocktails and amazing food is the number one priority, then that's going to go at the top and that becomes an absolute non-negotiable. And then for the other items that you really prioritize, you're going to rank those uh, most to least important. You could do it that way. You're going to come to an agreement on the things that both of you don't care about much at all. And then you're going to make a commitment to let those things go. Taking the time to commit to your top priorities and letting everything else go is going to save you a ton of time, stress, and thousands and thousands of dollars of money in the coming months. This is not about following a free checklist that you found off the internet. This is about committing to what you want, making your own checklist, and then sticking to it. And that, my friend, is the most simple recipe for a solid wedding budget that I can offer. If you want to spend half your budget on a wedding dress and then take 10 people out to dinner and buy a brand new Tesla with the rest of your money, then by all means, nobody, including me, knows your priorities besides you and your partner. So please be very, very intentional about this. Sit down, talk it through, and really put a lot of thought into the wedding elements that are most important to the two of you. Sharing this episode, this workshop with your partner is a great starting point. And when the two of you are on the same page, it's going to allow you to see clearly the things that you can cut way back on, or maybe even leave them out entirely. Following this workshop and these five simple steps are going to very quickly shine a light on the things that are not that important to you. And as you go through the various stages of planning your wedding, you can use this clarity to your advantage because it's going to allow you to keep things really simple and to stay 100% focused on the tactical priorities that you and your fiance identified in step number five as the most important and the most meaningful to the two of you. You are so smart to spend the time tackling your wedding budget head on and candidly having these conversations about your financial priorities at the beginning of your engagement. I know, trust me, I know that talking about money is not always fun and it's definitely not always easy, but by doing this, you've just taken a huge step towards a stress-free engagement in the coming months. When it's time to grocery shop for the week, do you go online and search for a generic shopping list that a total stranger wrote so that you know what to buy? No, you open your fridge, take inventory of what you like to eat, what you need and what you want, and you make your own list. 
Why then are you still using free wedding checklists that you found on Pinterest to guide what's included in your unique wedding celebration? I have a secret. There's an all new way to plan your wedding, a more personalized approach that puts you, your values, and your priorities in the center of the planning process and gives you the confidence to make decisions based on what you truly want versus what that free wedding checklist is telling you you should do. To learn more about my revolutionary digital wedding planning package and sign up for a free three-day trial, visit wedpodcast.com. Together, we're going to experience a magical process of tapping into your intuition combined with smart, down-to-earth strategy, and we're going to create an unforgettable wedding celebration that's a perfect reflection of you. Become a member today when you visit wedpodcast.com. I can't wait to see you there. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.